My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I have a very special guest on today. We have Gigi from Delahart, a natural skincare and lifestyle brand. I've been following Gigi on Instagram for probably a year now, and I just have loved her energy. I've loved everything that she's about. I love her style. I love her mothering, (laughs) like everything that you promote and share, I agree with. And I just couldn't not have you on the podcast. So thank you so much, Gigi, for coming on uh, the Mimi podcast. Thank you so much. And wow, that was um, some intro. So thank you. I am very honored. Um, I think we start. Yeah, you, you, we started following each other about like a year ago. And, and you know, it's it's one of those things that when energetically, even if you if it's on online, you, you speak the same language. So it's natural that we, we gravitated to towards each other. And, uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited when, when I got the invite. So I am very honored to be here with you today. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's so funny when I first started following you, I was like, okay, this is who I want to be as a mom. You know, you have now two kids, and I think I was following you right after you gave birth to Shiva, your little girl, Um, and just like everything that you talk about when it comes to more of a holistic approach and your your style. You know, whether from the food that you eat to how you parent or show how you parent online to your you know fashion, like the whole thing is just very. It shows you what the potential is as a woman to be a business owner, to have children. And to keep yourself together and really just keep striving towards living an amazing life. And I think you really do that so honestly and so inspiringly, if that's, that word makes sense. <laughs> and in a very inspiring uh, way. Yeah, you know, my, I, I live my life knowing that we're not here forever, right? And that's something that, that I always keep in in the back of my head and with that and it's not it's not a fear-based thought it's out of love and just wanting to really experience have every experience that this life has to offer so I believe that you can have it all and I deeply believe that we human beings and women are so limitless and so capable of really getting whatever we put our minds and hearts to. And that is something that I, you know, I always believed and I always preached, but I never fully understood until I became a mother. And this experience has shown me, you know, with my first daughter, who's two, I was like, oh my God, I didn't know I could do this, right? I can't imagine if I had another kid, how would I do everything? And then boom, I got pregnant 
and I now have two kids and my business is doing better than it's ever done. And I, my days are crazy. It's not easy, but I still show up and I still deliver and I play big, you know, I don't let people or opinions or energies let take me away from from this life that I am committed to living and it's not easy you know it's it requires consistency and it requires work which is why I have a, a strong meditation practice because it really requires a certain set of tools that I have acquired in in this year in the in my past years that are really coming handy now that my life is so full. But then again, when I think that I can't go anymore, then I realize how limitless I am and there's always more. So mm-hmm. it's really, really almost magical what, what, how life is unfolding. Absolutely. So were you always in tune or I want to talk about your story a little bit growing up did you always feel this way about life or did you have to go through hardships and difficult times, whether it's internally or externally in your life to, to really get to where you are now with this strong mindset uh, that is so embedded into you? No, no. Um, I, you know, I grew up in Colombia and we lived a very simple life, um, very strong values family oriented. Uh, we were always somewhat driven to a holistic lifestyle simply because it was a third world country and we just didn't have, um, you know, the, the luxuries of, of, of the first world. So everything was a little bit more toned down. And then, you know, hardships happen and in life happens. And we, I came to the U.S. and then, you know, naturally you start growing up, you start um, going through experiences, really trying to grow into who you're meant to become. And that's when it gets hard, right? And um, I have been, I suffer from anxiety. I I have openly uh, talked about uh, my, in my issues with anxiety. So I have this anxiety led to depression and I was really, then that, you know, affected my health. So it, you know, it was like a, a domino effect where I was just not vibrating and living the life that, that I, I, you know, in my dreams, I thought I could have. And, and, you know, um, I was probably also surrounding myself with people that said, well, you know, life is hard and, and this is how it is. And, I was like, okay, you know, maybe this is how it is, but this doesn't feel right. And um, when I was in a really, really sad place, I was having very, very bad thoughts. Uh, my friend said, listen, I was so broke. And my friend was like, why don't you go to like a meditation retreat? I'm like, babe, I can't afford rent, let alone a meditation retreat, you know? He's like, no, 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 this is a silent retreat. It's free. If you apply, then they get you in and you're good. I'm like, okay, well, you know? So I applied and I and I didn't I had no clue what I was signing up for. And I went to Vipassana, which was a 10-day silent retreat. And that just 
changed my life. Um, I learned so much about myself, the relationship that I had with myself, with others, with my family, trauma, I mean, you name it. And then after that, I really started wanting to do the, the spiritual work. So I worked in Mexico and Colombia and I did a lot of plant medicine and that was very um, heart opening, mind opening. And that just kind of, you know, set a pace and things started to change. And, and I was able to leave relationships that weren't serving me. I was able to pivot careers and somehow, you know, I always knew I was in the fashion industry. I am a finance major and all these things. I was always pining for money, for success, for, you know, all the, what you normally associate with. And once I was able to really align myself with what was coming from, from the gut, what was, what felt good, what was fun then I was able to enjoy all these things that I have been chasing for all these years and I wasn't getting. Okay. I want to stop here quickly and just talk about, so that's so cool. You went to a 10 day silent retreat. I've never done that. And yes, I'm a meditation teacher, but, and I know you've done some of my meditations, but they're the opposite of silence and clearing your mind. I think both are very valuable. The reason that my whole company is about more guided and visualization focused meditations is because I was never able uh, to do the silent ones. I got bored. I got anxious and I know that they do have so much benefit, but I never was able to get into it. But it's something that I want to experience is is one of these silent retreats because I've never not spoken for just the time I'm asleep and the moment I'm waking up, I'm talking all day and I'm yapping around, <laughs> you know? So I want to stop there quickly. I want to I hear about what that's actually like, not talking for 10 days. Like, what is that actually like? And then after I want to explore the plant medicine stuff you were talking about just a little bit out of curiosity, but yeah. So tell me about that silent. Like, was it hard? I feel like it'd be so difficult. Yes. It's super crazy. So uh, again, like I said, I had no clue what I was saying and, and they're, they're all over the world. And, but I went to the one, I live in Florida. So I went to the one that was closest here that it's um, getting to like Atlanta and um, yeah, you get there and I really had no idea. So that they asked me like, did you bring your medication? Did you bring like, and I'm like, no, I didn't bring anything because I, I didn't, I wasn't aware of what I was getting myself into. The first day, so they there's it's co-ed, but then women go on one side and men go on the other. You can't make eye contact with anyone. You can't. Uh, you cannot. And what happens you, if you do? Like, or do you get in I trouble? Mean, nothing happens, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens. But it's it's just you know it's like the etiquette of of what you're in. Yeah. So. Um, I was like, okay, okay, I can do that. But then you're like, so curious, you're looking around and, um, you, then you, you do have a time where you, you're just, you're, somebody comes and you are able to speak to them and they help you digest everything that's coming up. So the way that I describe it is like the first day, it's like, you're with yourself by yourself 
with yourself by yourself. <laughs> so, you know, at first you're like, okay, you know, you have the, you're, you're quiet, but your mind is like, and then, you know, that's the first day and you're like, oh my God, what am I got? Oh my God, this bed. Oh my God, this food. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then the second day I'm like, oh my God, you talk so much. Like, <laughs> I'm like, when are you going to stop talking? And, and, you know, there's that book, The Untethered Soul, that they talk about the roommate. And when I read that book, I'm like, oh, my God, yes, my roommate won't shut up. You know, I was singing songs and talking and, and all these things. And then day three, it's like almost like it gets start to getting tired. And then day four, five, six, then you start coming, things start coming up. Right. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So then you start doing the work and you 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 can't exercise or because it's really about preserving this energy because you're really there to work. But you can take walks and then you can talk to your um, I forget what they called it. I want to say advisor. Um, and 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 then you're eating also a vegan diet. So your body's not taking any of this energy to digest food. So it's really crafted in a very beautiful way. I only know two other people that, that have been. Um, and then you leave there and you're so clear. You, you're taught to listen to other people, which is, you know, I'm a talker. So, you know, when, when you're saying something, I'm already thinking what I'm going to say next. And this just kind of creates this space for you to to respond to really understand and, and and it creates this gap between the action and the reaction thoughts it's almost where by the time you leave you can almost even under see what what the, what that person is going to do next because you're so grounded and you're so in tune and you're not reactive so I think that's when when they say you know that people can see the future or read people it's really about being in that space where you can almost predict what's going to happen next because you your mind is so ahead because it's so clean oh wow and then you come back and and you, you 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 see things and 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 hear things and um, you see opportunities where, where there, that you hadn't seen before. So it's really a life-changing experience. And, you know, it's not something that I recommend everybody does because it's, you know, it's, it's even hard to stay. A lot of people leave after a couple of days. Um, but I, it's something that perhaps when my kids are a little older, I would like to experience again. Wow. So that's incredible. I, I got to do it. I feel like, because it's so hard for me. I should experience it. So that's something I'm, I'm going to add to my list. And then, then you had your, your second kind of breakthrough when, when you did plant medicine, I've again, never done that either. And interested in everyone's experiences with that. Could you give a quick overview on what it felt like? Did you go alone? Was it another kind of variation of that silent retreat where you just got so clear after? Um, was there any bad side effects? Like, I'd love to just know a bit more about that because I've, I've never really spoken about it in depth with anyone. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very open when I talk about plant medicine and, and hallucinogenics for the purpose of growth. Um, 
I know it's like a, a touchy subject and it can sound a little esoteric, but um, it was after I, I found meditation, I got really curious. I, I was just thinking, what else is in there? I want to yeah. know, you know, I want to know what else, what, what else is there for me? I want, I got really curious. I wanted more answers. I wanted more guidance. I was, I think I was 20, 24, 25 years old. And I think that's your first uh, life crisis where you're like, Oh my God, what's my purpose? What am I doing? Who am I? You know, I'm and- 25. I can resonate. You kind of have a moment when you're 25 and you're like, Whoa, I'm in my mid twenties now. I'm I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm, this is serious. I have a life. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so ahead of your years, by the way. I feel I like I'm 33. Know. I kind of feel like I'm 33, but I also did a lot young. I have a lot more life experience than the average 25 year old. Cause I, I lived in many different countries and I've done a lot, but yes, to answer your question, um, or to, to answer what you were saying, like it, it there still is you know, one of those moments, I think when you, when you're in your mid twenties where you're like, whoa, like, this is why I'm interested in asking you because I'm interested in potentially doing one of these things. Yeah. And I, you know, I was in a point where I had, I had graduated a career that, you know, I I was like, okay, you know, I'll do this, but why not? You know, they're paying for my school, you know, I might as well. And, um, but I wanted more and I, you know, I, I was surrounded with a lot of people that were, for for whatever reason it was, we were all looking for that same growth and that purpose and that value. So I got really curious. I said, you know, I, you know, I was like, how did you know you were supposed to do this? And it's like, oh well, I did ayahuasca, and and it presented itself to me. I'm like, okay, well, I want to do that. And and again, you know, like I don't ask many questions. I am like, okay, let's go. Come on. Oh, yeah. we have to close school in Peru. Cool. Let's buy. It. Let's go. So we went. Wow. And again, I I didn't even read about it because you know it's like Google. It's like when you have a headache and then you Google what your headache is like you know, you're like, Oh my God, I have cancer. I'm dying tomorrow. So I was like, let's just go. And it was a very humbling experience. Mm-hmm. It was physically, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't experience any of the physical um, things most people do, which the shaman said that was, I had a strong mind body connection. So I was going through through the journey as a whole, um, which is everyone's different, but I was able to heal all in that first ceremony. I was able to heal a lot of my childhood, uh, trauma that, you know, even, even if you had the most beautiful childhood, you still have, um, something that needs to work on some pattern that is showing up in your life at that moment that, is so, so old. Um, I mean, you know this, you know, our neuropaths are built from zero to seven. So anything that, that in that time, it, it, you, you always take the same route. So what this does is kind of just blow. I, what I, what I, I, I like to compare it to like the streets. So, you know, you always take the same route home and this kind of just blows it up. So you have to find a new way. And this is where, 
I learned compassion. Um, I wasn't a very compassionate person to myself or to others. Uh, I learned how to forgive, um, understood my parents. And, and I said, okay, you know, I get it. I get it. And, and just a lot of these things that once you bring light to them, they, they're no longer your shadow. They're no longer ruling the rest of your life. And, you know, from there, I, you know, I, I continue to try a few different things and, and there was always some gift and there was always some knowledge. And, um, I haven't, I haven't, since I've started having kids, I obviously, I, I haven't done anything, but, um, and it hasn't called me. I think there goes, there's times in your life where, you know, somebody starts talking about ayahuasca and you're like, oh, really? You know, that's how it, it calls you. That's how it presents to you. So maybe you and I even having this conversation and you're having, you know, like a chip turns on and maybe that's that's it or maybe not. It, it, it's, it doesn't matter, but that's how it presented itself to me. And and I, I want to say it really helped me change and and evolve. And obviously, you know, like I'm not like, great. I still have so much work that I need to do, but that was a good head start for sure. Very cool. Well, I'm, I'm interested. I think it's funny because my spiritual journey, I, I don't feel, I've never felt incredibly aligned with like, you know, the type of meditation where, you know, it's like, namaste, there's shamans. Like I, I done it and I do it and I understand it and I respect it, but I've, I've never felt incredibly drawn to it in a sense, but I'm also very interested in it. I don't know. I feel like there's a misconception when it comes to doing plant medicine, when it comes to even like doing yoga, where it's like, you have to be this super spiritual person. You don't need to. Um, and I think we're all spiritual in our different ways. So I, yes, I, I think, I think it's something I want to try and I'll keep you posted on when I try it and what ends up happening. Um, yeah, you know, it's I think something that- I want to do. That was, that was, and you posted it a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, somebody was like, oh, well, you meditate, then you should yeah. be like this or something. It was something yeah. along those lines. And I, you know, I was like, no, you know, no, you don't have to be X to be able to do Y. And just because I'm a yogi for 10 years and, you know, I, I, I also like, you know, I love shoes, <laughs> you know, but I spend most of my day barefoot. But when I do dress up, I want to wear my nice shoes. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because we are so versatile. We can be so many things. And and I think it's it's selfish to limit yourself. Well, I meditate this way because this is how it is. And, and therefore, I have to dress this way. It, that's not authentic. That's not real. You know, like just because I am in skincare and I eat a certain way doesn't mean that, you know, that I I don't get a Botox or it, it, it doesn't, you know, it, it's, it, it doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now I, I love a guided meditation because my mind is so crazy right now. It's, I need somebody else to tell me what to do. I, I don't have that space to sit and, and connect to myself and then start. No, I'm like, okay, I have 20 minutes this morning. Tell me what to do. Let's go. You know? Yeah. So I think 
at, at, at every point in our lives, we we're going to be drawn to different things and, and that's okay. And, and that's what growth is. And that's what compassion is just to really being able to understand somebody else's journey with, without judging them for it. Absolutely. And we write our own narratives. We don't need to fit into anyone's boxes. If it feels like a true soul desire for us to do what we want to do, then that's it. And it is what it is. And so be it. If we want to wear our Bottega heels and then also meditate and then also go get a facial or get Botox or whatever it is, then that is us and our decision. And it it's this weird belief the world has that you can't do both and you can. And I love that you resonated with that post because so many people did as well. And, you know, there is so much limiting thinking in the world. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's, it, it just doesn't help anybody. And, and it doesn't make any sense to even focus on it. It's just about what we want to do with ourselves. And, and if it feels good to us, it feels good. Like I mentioned in the post, like it is part of my sole desire to live a nice, luxurious life. I, I like to wear comfy clothes that feel really high quality. And I know you feel the same. Like I just love a life that feels like it aligns with the highest potential version of myself. So yes, I, I like how we're aligned on that. Yeah. And and I think I think you can. And, 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 and as long as it's coming from the right place, right? right. You're not identifying yourself with these things, right? No. Whether they're there, they're not, it, it, it's great. But as long as, as you understand out of what place these, it's these coming things from. are coming yeah. into your life. And as long as you're doing it with love and you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. Then it is what it is. So, okay, we're going to talk. I, I really, really want to talk about motherhood. I love the learning about motherhood, the concept of being a mother. Um, I actually, I am very interested in having babies in the next couple of years. Um, I know I'm still quite young, but I just have this maternal pull coming at me from every angle and I'm ready. I'm, I'm just telling my boyfriend, tell me when you're ready because I'm ready. <laughs> So if you're, if you're ready, you're ready. It's, it's, it's the most challenging, but rewarding thing I have done in my entire life. There, they lit, they, their eyes just light up my day. I love them more than anything else. I, I describe it, the, the, the love of a mother as a, a debilitating love, because, you know, if, if, if they needed my heart, I wouldn't think twice to give it, you know, it, it's that, that, that big, that much opening in your heart, that much purpose, um, you know, now everything is okay with my kids. Right. What, what am I doing? Who do I want to be? What, what's the purpose of what I'm doing? Is this something that I want to, you know, so like it, it does shift uh, everything you're in, 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 in your world, in the world, in your desires, things that you always wanted, you, you want something different, but it's really such a beautiful growth. And, 
And that's another experience that, you know, I have a few experiences in my life, you know, that Vipassana, when I found plant medicine and when I had children that have really shifted who I am as a woman and as a human being in this life. I, I sometimes I'm like, oh my God, like I've grown so much and, and growth is not easy. It's hard because I've had to let go of friendships, let go of even things that I used to identify with before that I just, they don't speak to me anymore. And allowing these new people to come into my life and this new face of, of who I am. So it's really been, and I'm still in it. You know, my, my baby is only six months in this experiencing of like cleaning house and you know, who, I, who am I now and where do I want to go and who I want to be? But so everything just gets more meaningful and a lot deeper. And I love being a mother. I, but, but that's another one, you know, every single moment with them, you're being tested and you're being forced to look at your own shit, you know, like, when you when you're about to lose it, then I catch myself. I'm okay. What 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 is this coming? Why is this coming up? Oh, okay. Because my mom used to do this. I see it. Well, I'm gonna change the pattern. Uh, this is not how I want to raise my kid. So it's yeah. a constant evolution when you're a parent and you're in this conscious um, awareness of raising kids. Yeah. So do you want to quickly talk about how you did natural births for both? Because that's something I want to do. And I actually started following the, I don't know if it was your doula. I think it was your doula. Mm -hmm. uh, Ayla is the name. Yeah. Yeah. I followed her because I saw you post about her and it was such a cool, uh, you know, thing to discover, you know, a lot more on that topic of natural birthing and, all the misconstrued information out there when it comes to the standard being hospital births and medicated births. And of course, everyone's different and everyone's goals are different, but I feel very attracted to doing this route when I end up having children. And I'd love to know how you kind of discovered this, um, the, this, this woman or this way of, of birthing and how the experience was for you. Well, um, I met Ayla through mutual friends. I had some of my friends that had had uh, at-home birds, but you know, uh, since I wasn't in that in in that energy field yet, I didn't think much of it. But we connected over, you know, a million other things. And I said, when I do get pregnant, I want you to be my doula. And we kind of left it there. And then when I got pregnant. Naturally, all I knew was my OB and you go to the hospital and they do the ultrasound. And so I, I, I started with that type of care, but it didn't feel right. You know, I have worked so hard in my life to tap into my intuition and not bypass my gut feelings. So I kept saying my telling my husband, I said, I don't it just doesn't feel right. What, what is he talking about? Why do I have to, what, why? I don't want to do this. Like, you know, 
And as a person, going back to, to our, the our beginning of our conversation, I don't, I, I'm not, the I don't accept the status quo. And I always want to challenge. Is there another way? What's my other option? Because this is not how I want it to be. So I naturally reach out to Ayla and I said, enlighten me. I, I, I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, he's my doctor. I love him. He's great. But I want more. I want something else. This is, I don't feel like this is in line with, with me and my family. And how I want to bring this baby. So she came and I learned so much from her. And immediately I said, okay, let's do this. And I met with a couple of midwives. I connected with my midwife, Dana Gordon, who is an angel and super cool, easy vibe. And we just went with it. And, you know, having my, being able to have, the type of pregnancies that I did because I had low risk pregnancies. I had um, almost textbook births and, and everything went the way it's supposed to be when nature and God allow it. And you kind of just hold space for, for nature to do its thing. And that's pretty much what I did. I surrendered. I wasn't dogmatic about it. I said, if I want to, if I have to go to the hospital, then this is not about me. This is about how this child wants to come into the world. And my birth with my daughter was very long. I was in a 17-hour labor. I you, Natural birth, it, there's three times in your life where you release DMT. At birth, at death, and if you're a woman, when you give birth. So it was a I always compare it to an ayahuasca ceremony because I was in this release of oxytocin and, and DMT. So my entire life was flashing floor in front of me while, as I was in labor. So there was, you know, there was uh, a, almost a mourning period where I was letting go of the woman that I was prior to birth and also rebirthing as this with this child and that was hands down one of the best experiences of my life and I was lucky and blessed enough that I, I got to do it again with my son completely different experience it was a 45 minute labor I mean I almost couldn't like keep him <laughs> um, and and he was just perfect and they are just the definition of love and light. And you see how much the world and life shapes us when, you know, from the moment you're born, your environment, what happens to you, that ultimately is who you become. Because when you're common, you're just pure love. You don't yeah. know anything else other than pure love. And it's a very, very beautiful thing to experience as a parent. That is incredible. And I'm so excited to experience being a mom. I, I can't, uh, yeah, I can't imagine how fulfilling it is and obviously difficult, but also just the coolest journey of your life. Um, so the last topic I wanted to talk to you about is your company and your 
ethos, you know, your personal brand is very tied to Della Hart's brand, which is, you know, genuine and clean and real and holistic. And I'd love for you to kind of talk me through how you came up with the concept, what your first product was, your hero products, uh, when it comes to lymphatic drainage and taking care of your body, you know, the routines that you have found really upgrade your life and your health. I'd love to just kind of know it all uh, when it comes to your products. I have your oils. I have your wooden paddle. I have your cream I re- and I have your gua sha. I love, I love your products. I really do. Uh, well, thank you so much for supporting. Uh, it, you know, it's really special when I meet people and they say, you know, you, you, I love this or I own this. I wear it all the time just because I really pour my entire heart into what I do. Um, Della Hart started around the same time when I was uh, working on myself. I started as a blog and I said, you know, all these things are working for me. And um, I just believe that they can work for everybody else. And I just want to share this. And this was early when like blogging started, but it, you know, I don't know if it, it, it shows, I'm not like the blogger type of person. I'm more of like, you know, like a one-on-one, a small circle. So I said, no, you know, this is not who I am, but I, I, I've always loved to write. And I started writing and I started sharing on first Snapchat and then Instagram came later. And we just started building this super cool community. And as I was, then I went to the EIN, I got my, my certification as I used to work with people and I was able to, you know, I was dating my husband. I helped him lose 30 pounds, really aligned with, with his own purpose as well. And what felt good. And, and, you know, we were both naturally, we were we were, we were attracted because we were going through the same thing in, in a very different way, but we were in the same place. So it was cool to kind of evolve together. And, and when we met, so then I started writing and then, you know, companies started approaching me, but it just didn't feel genuine to do all these partnerships and, as you probably see, I don't do many of them. And what I do, it has to be really a company or somebody that I really align with because I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. And me I have, a, and I have yeah. a different business model, you know, to, be yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so I started, I've always been keen of beauty and fashion. I was in the fashion industry, but I always wanted to, to look great, but um, you know, it came out of not a healthy place, right? So if if I wanted to fit in this dress, then I wouldn't eat for five days. And it wasn't a healthy relationship. So when I was when I healed that relationship with myself, I understood that you can feel good, that you should take care of yourself, that you should honor your body. And that's why I have a strong rhetoric on self-love and self-care, because this is your ritual, this is your time honor yourself. And based out of that belief, I started finding and curating and sharing products that 
have worked for my mom, which is the inspiration for the body tool or wooden paddle, um, to be able to have the right tools into your own hands so you can feel great. And, you know, I, I didn't always have the financial comfort that I have today, but I always had the the want of of taking care of myself i just couldn't afford it so i i wanted to make these things available to all women you know i don't want uh to limit a lymphatic drainage ritual to only somebody that can afford it and or has a luxury or lives near it i want all of us to have these tools on your beauty counter so you can give this love to yourself so you can feel good and and you fall in this in this beautiful rhythm of loving yourself and then you know you're like okay but my skin looks good okay let me do it again and okay so this is working so let me have this green juice and okay let let me just have the salad you know what this doesn't serve my purpose right now i'm not going to eat this or i'm not going to have this cocktail and then you start living a very well-rounded life where one thing is linked to the other. And, and that's what I try to share about my life, that you, you can travel and you can and you can live a life that will, it's not a limiting lifestyle. It, it's all linked and it's all always with the only sole purpose of making you be the best version of yourself. And that's why we have these products that are um, green beauty and and that are chemical free. And it really just kind of happened because I love, I'm always trying products and I stumbled upon a, a great formulator that helped me put this together. But I never intended to start a skincare business or a skincare empire. It was just out of my love for feeling good that I wanted to share with other people. And and it resonated with so many people. And here we are today. And now I've learned so much. And now we're relaunching the line in the fall. And we have formulas that I've worked with a a new chemist. And um, so now we're kind of like taking it to the next level because I love it so much. And it's allowed me to meet amazing people and connect with incredible people like you and really um, just, uh, you know, help women feel and look better. And and if, if that's all I get to do, with this business, then I'm happy. Yeah. It's, it's so simple, which is what I love about your products and the routines that you promote. It's like, it's just simplifying it all down. It doesn't feel complicated. And I think a lot of these wellness practices feel confusing and complicated and hard for a lot of people, but I think that's what attracted me to you and even trying your products when I first found you. It's, it just seems natural. It, it feels right. It feels effortless almost. And that's the basis of what I strive towards in my life is how can I get this and feel this way as effortlessly as possible? I like to move and flow through my life 
in an effortless flow manner. And I've noticed that that's something that is part of my soul contract, if you will. You know, it's, it's what really feels like me. It's how can I just go through this in a more effortless way and take the resistance off. So I really feel like the practices that you promote have that effect. And I have been doing the dry brushing, the lymphatic paddle um, after the shower. And I always feel the shift afterwards. And I've been doing them with my getting ready meditations on superhuman, which you need to try. I need to send you a membership. I don't know if I've done that yet, but I need to, you do them. No, no, I said oh, I you haven't. Them. You need the, to do them. Yeah, I definitely could use those. Okay, I'm going to send them to you because I feel like while you're doing your routine, they're so nice. It's just like such a reset. So I'm going to send you a membership. It's it's really a fun combination. And then when it comes to, so that's a lot of body care. I want to quickly ask you on your like face skin, what do you use your oils on your face? How do you, like, what kind of face skincare do you use? You know, I am a, a less is more kind of girl. I, yeah. I have never been this person that has 52 products and uses them all and then does like a million hair masks. And, and, you know, and I think that also stems from the fact that I just didn't have a lot of disposable income before. So I had to be really selective of what I wanted to to how I wanted to spend my money on and and that's something that that it's still very like stuck with me to this day that I like to keep it simple I maybe I try one or two products but but what really worked for me is I love oils I love natural oils I love high-end grade oils I do use my almond oil in my hands and as a eye cream if you say um, and, but in some people, and in the winter, I do use jojoba as my moisturizer because my skin gets really dry. I mean, I live in Miami, so it's always super humid, but when it's not super humid, then I, I do my jojoba, but, um, for my skin is pretty simple. I, I follow what my dermatologist tells me to do, which is very something that I really, I'm very clear on that. Skins are so different, especially, you know, your face and, and you kind of have to work with somebody that tells you exactly what you need instead of you going on Sephora and just buying all these products that may not be doing you, your skin a service. So I keep it very clean. I, I, I use this um, face wash that's based out of green tea and a little glycolic acid. Um, then I hydrate with um, a mix of oil, whether jojoba or almond, and this cream that I buy in the pharmacy when I go to Europe, it's a vein hydrating, you know, it's very simple. And um, sunscreen. So that's one thing that I am really, really, really crazy about is the sun. Hence why I design and, and have the visor because I don't get any sun on my face. I don't like it. It's not good for you. It will not benefit you in the long run. And a lot of sunscreen and sun protection. And same thing at night. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I don't like to wear makeup unless I have an event or a photo shoot. But normally you'll see me like this. And at night, just I just I don't double cleanse. I believe that 
you know, some of our natural oils should be on our skin um, for as long as you can. I don't believe in doing a lot of invasive treatments either because really quick, you're born with like this much skin and, and, and aging is pretty much when you, you, you start losing these layers of, of the skin. So you want to try to preserve those layers as much as you can. So I don't do a lot of, of peels or fraxels or any of that stuff that, that um, they do uh, now. I do very little every six weeks. I get a hydrofacial or, um, you know, I'm always trying the next big thing here in Miami. And there's so many amazing treatments. So I'm always trying them. So I, I do treat myself to hydrating and, and I've been pregnant for three years. So I recently got a little Botox. So I, I got, I'm feeling good. And, but yeah, you know, when it comes to skincare, I believe less is more do what works for your skin, go see a professional dermatologist, somebody that went to school for this and, and just, you know, they have the credentials and they understand the science of skin because it's really a science. And for that reason, I don't formulate for the face because I don't feel qualified for it. So that's why I have I love body care and we have two amazing oil blends coming in and we have um, uh, the lift and tone is now one of the best products I've ever tried for skin and a body butter and a scrub. So just a spa at home spa experience coming to you real soon. I love it. Yeah, it's so true that everyone's especially face skin. It's just so different. And what works for some really doesn't work for others. So that's totally, you know, understandable. And I think I'm, I'm the same. I think simple for me works the best. Um, that's so interesting. Skin. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I have great skin in the sense that when I put, like I'm wearing tinted moisturizer right now, like when I have good lighting and tinted moisturizer, my skin does look really good, but I do struggle with like rosacea um, on my cheeks and, um, sometimes little, little pimples here and there, but, uh, but yeah. that means you're alive, you know, it means that, I'm alive. <laughs> it means you're alive. It means you're a human being. It means there's hormones. It means there's cycles. It means, yes. you know, especially as a woman, we have, I say, we have so many skin types throughout our life, you know? I, in my early twenties, I had acne prone skin and now I have hyperpigmentation skin from my pregnancies and, you know, there's always something, but you know, that just means we're alive. I like that. Yeah. It just means we're alive and appreciating all the ebbs and flows. I feel like as women, especially, we really do experience a lot of different versions of ourselves, especially in a 30 day cycle. Like I'm getting my period today or tomorrow and I feel different. I've been feeling different the past few days. My, my moods, my thoughts, like everything's just been slightly changed, not necessarily in even a bad way. It's just like shifted a little bit. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm craving different foods, craving different activities, wanting to be cozy and, you know, maybe do more yoga and not run. And, you know, I, I, it's, it's so cool to be a woman because we get to experience so many different versions of ourselves mm -hmm. and the moment that I started appreciating each of these weeks in my cycle and not fighting it or resisting it and being like oh yes like you know I'm 
maybe getting my period this week. I'm going to really just focus on self-care extra and like go to bed early and read a book and like really just dive into that. And then maybe the week after my period, I'm feeling really energetic and I want to go, you know, explore the world and be big and powerful. And then another week I might just want to be focused on something. It's really cool to see how our hormones and our systems can really just change around what we're craving, our thoughts, our feelings, and it's, it makes life interesting. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I think the really beautiful thing where, where the magic lies is when you're able to listen to the cues your body's sending you, right? So, you know, lately I've been feeling like a little, like wanting to be home and my kids yeah. the cocoon and not sharing a lot. And I'm really honoring that space. Right. And then I go through like another, the period where I just want to share everything and show everything and I have so much to say. And so I think as long as we honor ourselves, so we don't deplete ourselves and, and you, we work with that momentum that our body's cueing us into. So if you're feeling tired, rest, if you're feeling energized, go for it. If you are hungry, eat, if you're tired, sleep, you know, it, it's, it's very simple. And I think we've overcomplicated you know, as human beings, I think we're really good at overcomplicating things. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we absolutely are. Well, Gigi, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. You're welcome back anytime for for everyone listening. Where can they follow you on Instagram? Everyone, go follow Gigi. I love following her. You're one of the main accounts that I do not mute. I mute so many people. You're not one of those. So I'm total transparency. Um, where can everyone find you and, and learn more about you and, and your products? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Della Hart. And you can also email me Gigi at Delahart.com. And my website is Delahart.com. So I'm, I'm always around. I'm only a DM away. And um, thank you so much for having me. I had this was such a fun combo. And when you're in Miami, or if I yeah, the Bahamas, I'll make sure to let you know so we can connect again. Hundred percent. I'm in Miami quite often, actually, because it's where where I do my appointments. It's hard to get laser hair removal in, in the Bahamas, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do everything in Miami. So I'll definitely I'll message you next time I'm in town. Yes, we'll meet up. Please. I would love to.